Tommy Lloyd and the Arizona Wildcats get their guy. What does that mean for the team? And could Arizona possibly be better this coming season? Let's get started here. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day, your team every day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we've been talking about it, and Tommy Lloyd has gotten a lot of uh, a lot of criticism for, well, can he recruit? Can he not bring in the kind of players that Arizona needs? Um, and people talk about the, you know, who he's lost out on. You know, he couldn't get Cody Williams in state. He couldn't get uh, Ryan Nemhard. He couldn't get a bunch of different guys. Is he all coach, but he can't really recruit? Well, you know what? Tommy Lloyd has shown that he is the man with the master plan right there. And that's why Tommy Lloyd is the man right there. Now, look at what he's done already. Um, listen, losing out on Ryan Nemhard, uh, uh, Creighton transfer was a big loss. There's no other way to put it. Arizona put a lot of eggs in that basket, but Tommy Lloyd has rebounded very, very nicely. And the first thing that he's done that's been incredibly impressive is he, um, he looked, he took inventory of what was wrong with last year's team. And what was wrong with last year's team was, yes, you had a lot of skill, but at the same time, you didn't have a lot of toughness on that team. I'm not breaking any news. I'm not telling you anything that you all, because you all are all smarter than on me, that's for sure. And I'll tell you, and I know that you guys noticed that as well. Arizona lacked toughness last year. That was really, that's the best way that I can put it. And that's something I think if you're Tommy Lloyd, um, you've got to, uh, you had to address now. Players like Kirk Creesa, he clearly liked, he clearly had a great deal of affection for Kirk Creesa. And, you know, I mean, I, I I get it. But Kirk Creesa wasn't going to take you where you needed to get. He wasn't going to be the lead guard that was going to be able to get you where you needed to get. And I think that is the, uh, that's the, that's the difference, though, with this team and with uh, uh, what Arizona's about to do now. Now, look back into Julius Tabellas. And we haven't even brought up Kashad Johnson yet for a reason. Got to go. We got to look at the past before you get to the future. Azulis Tabelso was fantastic. He's one of the two best players at the conference this past year, and there was a lot to like about Azulis. But Azulis also was not the toughest dude in the world, and not necessarily the guy that you're looking to get the ball to at the end of a game and saying, "Hey, you need to get us some baskets." We, you know, we've seen how that turns out in the NCAA tournament. This could be a different team this year. Now, out with now. What does Kashad Johnson mean for Arizona at that power forward spot? I love this sign or this uh, commitment. This is big time. Kashad Johnson, six foot seven, two hundred thirty-five pound big man out of San Diego State, and there is a variety of reasons to like him. And again, I've been saying this all week. I don't care about the seven points and six rebounds or whatever, and saying, "Oh, you know, what? How does that really translate?" You need to remember. And Brian Dutcher has done a fantastic job at San Diego State, so this is no uh, slight towards Brian Dutcher, but. San Diego State runs a different style than Arizona. I'm not, again, not telling you anything you don't already know. Uh, those games are going to be in the 50s many times, many times the 50s and 60s. In Arizona, those games are going to be in the 80s and the 90s. So 7-6 and six at San Diego State is probably going to be 12-8 and eight in Arizona. And so what does Kashad Johnson bring? 
Kashad Johnson brings a number of different things uh, to the equation, all of which are fascinating. Um, first, uh, he is able to he, – he brings a level of toughness that Arizona hasn't had these past couple of years. Again, not breaking any news right there, not uh, casting any aspersions. He just – he brings a level of toughness that Arizona hasn't had. Um, and a big part of that is – Nobody's going to outwork him. You're never going to look on the court and say, man, is Arizona really, is Arizona playing as hard as they could? That none of that will ever happen with Kashad Johnson because he is the ultimate strength, energy, toughness player. And again, his motor doesn't operate in that way. And that is a good thing. Um, now, a couple other things to keep in mind too when looking at Kashad Johnson. And the first one is that, um, he can also run the court. One of Azulis Tabellis' biggest strengths was that he could run the court. He was a very ran the court very well for a big man, was a great finisher around the hoop as well. Kashad Johnson could do both those things. Kashad Johnson can run the court and he can finish around the basket. Um, and his defense is going to be light years better than Zoo's. Now, on the flip side, um, He's not the scorer that Zoo was. Julius Tabellis was one of the best scorers in college basketball this past year. He kind of mastered the, uh, you know, the floater, the leaning, uh, bank shot, all those kind of things. This isn't that type. Kashaw Johnson's not going to be doing that. He's going to be finishing around the hoop, might be taking some elbow jumpers, but he's not going to be doing what uh, Julius Tabellis was able to do right there. But overall, I like the move because I get think that Tommy Lloyd, he's shown that he can coach. And not only has he shown that he can coach, he's also shown that he's got um, he's got the the ability to uh, he's got the ability to um, you know let's just uh, let's just call it the way it is um, get the most out of his players right there. And I think that's going to be the exact same way with Kashad Johnson. Tommy Lloyd's also a nice guy, and again, that's not a uh, that's not a diss at all towards Tommy Lloyd, um, but. He uh, that's actually a compliment because, quite frankly, after a while of Miller, I kind of got tired of the snarling and all that mother or mfers and all that. Wasn't a fan of that. Um, with uh, uh, with Tommy Lloyd, he operates in a, a much kinder, gentler way. But if you're going to operate in that way, you need to have a little bit of a tougher roster, I think, or at least guys that are internally tougher. And that's what Arizona has now. And I don't want to say players to that will police themselves, but almost players that will police themselves. Um, and uh, and I think that's where you'd, you'd like to see uh, what this roster overhaul was going to be like for uh, Tommy Lloyd. Now, let's look at it now just from a toughness perspective here uh, from this year to last year. First, at the back at the point guard spot, you're going to have Kylan Boswell in Kirk Creesa out. Um, Kylan Boswell is a better basketball player than Kirk Creesa. He's a tougher basketball player than Kirk Creesa. I think a lot of times people think a mistake uh, uh, yapping for being tough. Um Again, Kerr had some very good moments, but at the end of the day, Kerr was not a good defender. Kerr wasn't physical. Kerr wasn't a good athlete. Again, he could do some good things, but again, you were going to be limited with Kerr for sure is your point. Uh, Kylan Boswell, um, not going to make him out like he's Mike Bibby or he's Jason Terry or something like that because most likely um, he, will not, uh, he will not be that. But he also is a player that um, – I think is probably going to average 14.6 assists, something like that. I think his numbers are going to be quite good this coming year. And I think his numbers are going to be significantly better than Kirk Creases. Plus I believe defensively he's going to, um, he's going to bring a level of defense there that the university of Arizona uh, did not, has not had at that point guard spot. Then 
The other backcourt spot is where an interesting newcomer comes into the equation. We're going to talk about him in a second. But first, Built Bar. Now, we're talking about getting more physical, getting stronger, all that cool stuff. Built Bar is here for the help. Now, how many times have you gone to the gym or you're leaving the gym and you're like, man, I just got done with a grueling workout and I got to go eat something that tastes like chalk? Built Bar heard all of your complaints right there. Not only did Built Bar hear all your complaints, Built Bar said, we're going to fix those complaints. Now, you can get Built Bar. Built Bar tastes good. Everybody likes Built Bar. And the reason that everybody likes Built Bar, again, because it tastes good. And it you can get all their protein. You can get all your nourishment. Everything you need, Built Bar has. Built Bar is here to the, for the rescue, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Now, take a quick break, and we're going to talk about adding and instilling some toughness on the other next part of the ball. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, talking about toughness, talking about instilling toughness. Okay. Now, uh, that two-guard spot then. You lose Courtney Ramey. Courtney Ramey was a weird one because he was good, but I think people were hoping that he was going to be a bulldog defender. Wasn't really that. Um, shot a lot of threes. Didn't do a ton else. Um, Courtney Ramey kind of is what he was. Uh, Jaden Bradley comes in. Bradley has, and again, I don't want to be the guy that's dissing outgoing players, um, but you know, Bradley comes in, averaged six and three at Alabama this past year. Um, and again, I'm going to keep telling people this, just like with Kashad Johnson, I don't care that he averaged six and three at Alabama. Alabama was maybe the most talented team in the country, and maybe, uh, maybe even more importantly, um, he uh, when he played, he was very good. SEC All Freshman Team type dude. Uh, again, six points, three assists. Um, he's going to fit in very, very nicely next to Kylan Boswell at that point guard spot right there. I'm very excited to see what he can do. Um, because again, he's going to bring a little bit of a level of physicality, a little bit of level of, uh, you know, toughness that Arizona doesn't necessarily have. Um, and yes, he shot 30% from three. I get all that. I'm also guessing that that's going to be a significantly higher percentage by the time he's done here. He can defend and he can get into the paint. That's another thing. Arizona needs guards that could penetrate. Kirk Risa could not penetrate. Um, and not only could Kirk Risa not penetrate, Kirk Risa couldn't, um, and Courtney Ramey, I thought, could penetrate, but for whatever reason, he didn't decide to penetrate, so didn't really penetrate. Um, he uh, he's able to uh, he's able to uh, solve a number of those issues right there. So that's going to be your backcourt. It's going to be a tougher backcourt. It's going to be a better ball handling backcourt. It's going to be a better uh, overall, a better scoring backcourt. Then at the small forward spot, I'll be honest. I know Pella Larson's going to start. I'm not thrilled with Pella starting, uh, mainly because I think that he's probably wired mentally to come off the bench more. Um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not just saying that he, we have a sample size now of Pella Larson as a starter that was very, uh, not good. Um, but when he came off the bench, he was much better. He just he played better basketball when he came off the bench. Um, but he's obviously going to start there. Arizona has got to try to find uh, some other, a wing there. We will talk about that possibility on the uh, next show. Wink, wink. That's called a tease right there. Um, then, ooh, excuse me. That power forward spot, Azulis Tabellis out in uh, Kashad Johnson. We talked a lot about it before. Azulis Tabellis, you're not going to find somebody that's going to average 20 and 10 in the portal. You're just sorry you're not. But you can find guys that could maybe be a little bit better fit for what you're trying to do going forward. And Kashad Johnson's that dude. Keep in mind, Kashad Johnson had 12 and 4 in the uh, uh, 
uh, in the cha- or 13 and four in the championship game against a very, very good UConn team right there. So again, that's, that's, that's a good thing right there. Um, Arizona though is infinitely tougher at that spot. I'm not saying they're going to be better at the power forward spot, but they are going to be infinitely tougher right there. And then up front, our guy, Umar Ballo, leader of men, Umar Ballo. Um, Ballo's a tough dude. Again, Ballo is always going to be a little limited. Um, Ballo's, um, Ballo is always going to be a player that will, he's, you know, he's, he'll struggle in against dynamic length and athleticism, athleticism, excuse me, in the paint. That's just always going to be the way that he is. Um, because again, kind of heavy footed, not a lot of quick twitch to him, but again, he's a good basketball player. Um, but you're always going to be a little bit limited with uh, what he can do out there just from that standpoint. Um, but he's a tough guy. I am curious to see how he and Kashad Johnson uh, fit next to each other because I don't see either guy becoming a, a jump shooter. Uh, um, Pelovar, or excuse me, uh, Umar Ballo's got that little push shot right there. That's fun. That's cool. But um, that's not going to ever space defense. Uh, Kashad Johnson, um, he kind of has the elbow jumper, but he's not really a jumper, uh, jump shooter either. So we'll find out there. But one thing about Tommy Lloyd is he's shown is that he knows how to get offense. He knows how to get players um, going right there. And that's going to be on him. Then you look at some of those backcourt positions. Keep in mind, we're going to talk about future guys that they could add later. But a couple other dudes right there that you got to keep in mind. Um, first, uh, um, off the bench, Henry Vasar. We cannot forget about big Henry here. I think Henry is, uh, I, I don't think that Henry was soft by any means. I just think that Henry was probably a little bit out of his element this past year. Um, look for him to be stronger and more physically in tuned. I would love to see Henry uh, seize that uh, backup uh, post position right there. And I believe, again, I believe that Henry's got a little bit of an ability to play the four. Um, not a lot. But there's a little bit there. I don't dismiss that because Henry, and we're going to keep saying it here, Henry can actually shoot the ball. I know that it didn't show up in games, and it doesn't matter if it doesn't show up in games, but I think with a year of confidence, a year where you're a little bit more comfortable, I think it becomes a little bit easier for you at that stage. Um, but Henry, or, uh, Henry, I think I like Henry. I think that Henry is going to be a good jack-of-all-trades type. I am predicting a big jump from Henry Vesar right there. All right. Now, speaking of physicality, then our guy, Dylan Anderson, I'd like to see Dylan redshirt this year. I don't think that Dylan's necessarily going to get a ton of minutes, but I think there's something to be uh, be, uh, said for Dylan. Also, I believe that Dylan is a little bit stronger than some people think out there. I'm a big Dylan Anderson guy. I like what Dylan Anderson can bring to the table. Um, but I would like him to redshirt. I think he will fit in just fine with that kind of toughness, physicality thing going forward. Then you got Mount Crevis. Kenny Abbey came up with this one right there. Uh, Motias Crevis, 7'2", 245. He will never be on the court at the same time as Umar Ballo. Um, there will never be a point. No matter what anybody says, there will never be a point when they are on the court to- together unless something went drastically wrong. Um, but 7'2", 245, you watched him. Uh, pardon the pun, but he is a mountain of a man. He's a huge dude. Um, he'll fit right in there as well. Um, so again, that's kind of what you're looking at. The roster now is bigger. It's more physical. It might be the biggest roster in the country right now. Um, but you got to go, you got to find a little bit of skill in that as well. Now, one thing that you don't ever have to worry about though, 
with from a skill perspective is the FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. Okay. Now, NBA is almost over, but that doesn't mean that you still can't hop on and bet on games because, as we've talked about before, betting on games makes everything more interesting. Check out fanduel.com backslash locked on college. All kinds of good stuff right there that you will like, that you will find uh, good. And not only will you like it, of um, again, I don't like baseball at all, but you know what? Being on FanDuel is going to help me get through until football and basketball get here because I'll bet on baseball to make it interesting for me right there. You can do the same. Check it out, FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. All right, now let's talk about kind of how this roster is going to fit together this coming season and what to expect uh, possibly, and we'll preview tomorrow's show. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats, making it your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we're talking about what Arizona can do going forward um, to to make this team even tougher. But first, let's just talk about, you know, some of the strengths of this team now that we know. Um, First of all, like we talked about a billion times, it's going to be a much tougher team. It's going to, they're not going to get punked. They're not going to get physically beaten up the way that some teams have in the past. There's no doubt about that. Um, from a shooting perspective, it's going to be interesting because Ramey and, uh, Ramey and Kerr, even though the percentages weren't great, were guys that could shoot the three at times, especially Ramey. Um, Kylan Boswell can shoot the ball. Pella Larson, if he's wide open, can shoot the ball. But that's essentially it. He can't really come off screens. He can't come off curls, you know, any of that stuff. He's just got to be wide open to shoot the ball. Then, um, you know, after that, Jaden Bradley is not really a shooter. But one thing that, we're, like we've talked about before, one thing with Tommy Lloyd, though, I don't dismiss the uh, ability for uh, him to be able to find players that can shoot the ball or to be able to help guys come along and be able to shoot. I mean, just look at some, um, uh, just look at my, um, um, just look at, uh, just look at away across the board, though. You're going to find some other guys that can shoot. It's just going to be who can you find in the portal, who can you do in those type of spots. Um, but Arizona is going to be able to find somebody there. you got to improve the shooting because keep in mind, Kashad Johnson and Umar Ballo, in my opinion, will not be shooters. Now, again, some guys can make that late jump. And we talked about how Henry Vasar could be the player that um, he makes that jump as well. But shooting is definitely a concern. Shooting is uh, shooting's going to be something that you, you're going to have to find in the portal. And again, maybe you bring in multiple players. We're going to talk about that tomorrow, exactly what they could do. Um, but um, we're still at the uh, we're still at the stage two where Arizona knows what um, Arizona knows what needed to be addressed this issue, this offseason, and they've done it. You know, I think a lot of people look at Tommy Lloyd and they're like, oh, he's kind of that aw shucks, you know, happy go lucky dude, uh, whatever. But Tommy Lloyd also showed that he knew what he needed to do this offseason. And uh and, you know, that's a tip of the cap to him because a lot of coaches, they fight change. They fight, uh, you know, the obvious to a, a lot of different people. And Tommy Lloyd has not done that. Again, got to give Tommy Lloyd a ton of credit for that because, it all, especially, too, when you're the winningest coach in college basketball history in your first two years, it's kind of easy to sit back and say, oh, you know what, I've done it my way. Uh, 
you know, um, I didn't really need to, I don't really need to change things. He knew that there was a limitations to what some of the, what he had this past year and getting rid of some players, bringing in some new players obviously showed that as well. Now this roster is far from finished right here. You're going to be adding two, maybe three more players to the equation right here. Who could those players be? And what kind of skill set, what should we be looking for? We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about that. Uh, pretty much all show next and Arizona football got a nice little wide receiver commitment that we're going to talk about as well. But again, big tip of the cap to Tommy Lloyd. This dude gets it, uh, bringing in a nice, uh, bringing in a nice class, also bringing in a team that he knew had to get tougher across the board. And they've done exactly that. So on that note, we're going to sign off, but we will be back with you tomorrow again. Thanks for making Locked On your first listen of the day. Have a great rest of your Monday, and we will talk with you tomorrow.